You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your teams, your station. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here, and I'm joined by Mr. Peter Schwartz on the uh, warm-up program. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, sir. Glad Jerry, to be back. Jerry Recco is here. I saw him. I spoke with him. Uh, he's uh, filling in for Mr. Booma Esiason again yes. this morning, so it'll be Gio and Jerry at 6 a.m. Uh, Peter joins me for the warm-up program again. Uh, Peter, here's... What I know, July 22nd, 2022. I can give you two predictions. Two things. That if I could place some sort of, what do you call that when you bet two things at one time? They both Exacta? have a parlay? Exacta? I think it's a parlay. Parlay. I think. I don't know. I'm not a gambling person. If I could place a bet that these two things will happen, I would do it today. Okay. And my prediction is this. Jacob deGrom will not pitch in a Met playoff game, and the Yankees will not beat the Astros in the playoffs. <laughs> if I could put the... No, it's bad news for both New York teams. It's yes. a negative, and it's a summer Friday, and it's going to feel like they said 137 degrees today in the sun. Uh, so it's a summer Friday. It's a feel-good Friday. I have those two predictions, Peter. Your thoughts. Uh, but your feeling is that the ground will pitch in the regular season. Oh yeah, but he'll yeah. get hurt again. He'll get hurt by again. the time okay. the, the playoffs are all around, he'll be out. I th- I think you're making uh, fair uh, arguments there. Both. Uh, of them. I can't disagree with either one of them. Is that right? I think if Aaron Boone was here, he'd probably disagree with you. Because, but he has to. Yeah, I know he has to. So um, would Buck Showalter because he has to. Yes. But they both know the truth. They do know the truth. Uh, let me start with the Yankees first. We oh, talked right. about this yesterday that. There is this issue they have beating the Astros for for whatever reason. And now the, the Yankees have been relying on the fact that they've had the best record in the majors all season. And now they're 64 and 30, and the Astros are creeping right up on them at 61 and 32. And your theory certainly holds water if the Astros catch the Yankees and would have home field. So the Yankees' only chance, I think, to beat the Astros in the playoffs is if they can retain the top record and have and have home field. I don't think it's the end all be all with it, but I th- I think if you're the Yankees right now, you have to be concerned. Now, yesterday I told you it would be a split. In fairness, mm-hmm. but I asked you. I said, if the Yankees get swept, will you walk in here mm-hmm. concerned? I'm very concerned. And you said you would be very. I, 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 you said and quote, I am very concerned. Very concerned. Absolutely. I, I, I it's it's 
look, the Yankees can go beat up on the Orioles. They can go beat up on all these teams. And, let, and they've beaten good teams along the way. They beat teams that were supposed to contend in the American League. So there's no question the Yankees are a good team. But I think, you know, you, you see the cream rise to the top. And right now, if they, if they play the playoff series right now, I, I no way the Yankees could beat them. Not in the condition the Yankee roster is right now. They're a good team, but they clearly need an upgrade in a couple of spots. And they, just, I, I think they put a substandard lineup on the field for both games. The Yankees, the Yankees did. Well, this now, is whether why, it was a double because it was a double header or not is another question. But the Yankees had a substandard lineup on the field for both games. This is my problem with double headers and why I hate them. You don't get a great team both games. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you get a subpar team probably both games because you're going to put some of your best players in one game and they don't play two games. I That's why I hate a doubleheader. I don't think it's the right way to do baseball, but this is what we have to do. And from a Yankee standpoint, you look at if, if the playoffs started tomorrow and you look at players that played a role in the doubleheader yesterday, Joey Gallo can't be on your postseason roster right now. I think There's an unnamed outfielder that they will acquire before the deadline that will man one of those outfield spots. Domingo Herman did not show much in his return last night, so obviously you can't factor him in to any plan. So I I think the Yankees still have some issues. They got to they got to fix this, you know, by the deadline and acquire a couple of pieces that I think they're going to need to have any semblance of a chance in the playoffs. Now I always predict a split during a doubleheader. Yeah. And I had the Yankee game one. I had it on the radio in my home while I was preparing my chicken and sweet potatoes for dinner. Mm. And uh, when Kiner Falefa had the hit in the ninth that tied the game, I was feeling pretty good. That final play in the bottom of the ninth where Kiner Falefa fields the ball and throws to second and no one's there. No one's there. Right then and there, I felt... They're getting swept because it <laughs> yeah. just felt like they. It felt like that uh, comeback where they tied it in the ninth. This was going to be their win. Yeah, and feeling good going. To, and then when they lost that way, it just felt like deflation. Yeah, that the game winning play in the first game. It. I was wondering like, what were they doing defensively there because it, you know they're playing. This is where I hate analytics. I can't stand it. I have arguments with people about this all the time. You've got a rookie up there for the Astros, and you're playing by the book where he's going to hit, but you can't go by the book there because the bases are loaded, and if you give up a run, the game is over. So to me, you've got to play your defense straight away there, and they played some whatever. They positioned guys in different spots, and they just botched it. They just botched it. There's no way that that last run should have scored. Of course, Michael King shouldn't have gotten himself into trouble in the first place, but they completely botched that last play. And with Herman on the man in, in the second game, I went to sleep knowing that the Yankees were going to get swept. I mean, they did. had no chance to win because that first game. inning in uh, Game Two. Yeah. First of all, in, in yeah, in Game Two, the Herman gave up back-to-back homers in the first inning. Not feeling good. No. Now on that final play of Game One where Kiner Falefa throws to second and no one's there. The sec- uh, Tor is second base, yeah? Yeah. If you if you watch that play, he actually is heading towards first to back up first base, which I don't understand. No. 
I mean, that's something I would do out in the field. <laughs> in a WFA and softball yeah, game? Yeah, like be panicked and not know where I'm supposed to go where, depending on where the ball is hit. Yeah, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just not good vibes and bad. Just bad things happen to the Yankees when they're playing the Astros. I hate the Astros. Maybe the Yankees will get lucky, maybe, and not have to face the Astros. Maybe somebody will have the magic potion and beat them before they the Yankees and Astros have not to. Not likely. I don't think so, but that's we what know, I'm hoping. We know where this is going. Yeah. Kind of like where your efforts to get Bruce Springsteen tickets are. Right, not well. Yeah, not well. It's not going well. Now, how about the Astros? First of all, I, I hate them from the Mike Scott days against the Mets. Scuffball. Punk. He is a punk. <laughs> and I hated the Astros. What, what would have happened if the Mets had lost game six to the Astros in 86 and they would have had to face Mike Scott in game six? Right. What would have happened? I don't know. Unsolved mysteries. But this, these Astros, that's what I'm saying. Like They're a thorn no matter who you root for, Mets or Yankees? There's a history there where we hate them. Yes, they're our new hated team. Well, for the Yankees, they better be. <laughs> but anyway, and how about in Game One, two bunts, two bunts in the first inning? They're playing mind games with the Yankees. Well, because they do the little things, and they've been doing it for years now. Yeah, where they find ways to win games, especially against the Yankees. So. Look, you look at that roster top to bottom, and you look at the Yankee roster top to bottom. Yeah, what do you see? I see a better team in Houston. Uh-oh. And you're a Yankee fan. And I'm a Yankee fan. See a better team in Houston. What a weird stadium that is, too, That where like the home runs are going right into that uh, you know, left center field, right where the stands end. Otherwise, it's you know like a, an off-the-wall situation. It's a strange place. Yeah. They also, they have not... I was watching the the first game on television. Um, they have not because it's been so hot in Houston. I don't think that the, the announcers on TV they believe that they have not had their retractable roof open at all this season because it's been so damn hot yeah. in Houston. And obviously, you know, when the, it, I think the conditions are obviously different when they have the roof open, roof closed. So maybe that's why they try to play little ball a little bit better because they're not scoring. The Astros, in theory, are not scoring a whole lot of runs. They're pitching very well, and they're holding the opposing teams down like they did the Yankees yesterday. Um, But, yeah, I I hate everything about the Astros. Now, Aaron Judge did hit a moonshot almost to the back windows at the back of that stadium. Of course, it was all for naught. Too little, too late. Too little, too late. It was a three-run blast, too. It put them, uh, what was that final of the game, seven, two, seven, five. Seven, five. So they were down 7-2 going to the ninth. Yeah. Did you, did you by any chance, when you were watching game one, you were listening, listening. to game one. You were listening to game one, so you didn't. Ryan Rucco and, uh, and Susan, Susan Waldman. Uh, I was watching game one on TV, and I don't know if you saw this, but they were having, Yes Network was having some technical 
difficulties during game one yeah. where at first uh, they they couldn't get a feed of the game on television. We, we put it on at home and there was this like green screen. I thought I was going to be a meteorologist for the day, but there was a green screen. <laughs> There's a warm front coming, <laughs> coming in. Coming in from Houston. And they were able to get the game on the air, but I didn't realize this. I, I can't fathom this. I don't understand television. The commercials for Yes Network are run from a, a a building or a facility in Atlanta. Did yeah. you know? Did you know this? I did not until I read about. You read about it. The blackout. Yeah. So they could not play commercials, uh, which a lot of people would say, "Oh, that's great." So they just kept the microphones on in Houston. You heard the sounds of the ballpark, not the announcers, but the sounds in between innings. But I just I couldn't understand why the why they they couldn't why they can't run the commercials from Connecticut where Yes Network is located. But they were they were the the article I was reading about it was that. All of the, I guess the these regional sports networks. There's a group of them, and the Yes Network is connected to this group. Yeah, everything comes out of Atlanta. They said. Oh, okay. So okay, I didn't see that part. The game itself, they couldn't. Would they had the blackout, and they somehow were able to put the streaming feed on TV. That's a different feed. Whatever right. that means yeah well we were able to watch the game yeah but no did, commercials did you miss anything did anything get missed in the first part when you put it on like uh, was, had the game had start, already started i I, t- I tuned the game on i got to the game after it started because uh, i was not home all right uh, but when i got home my kids said you know we can't watch the yankee game there's a there's a, a problem but i think it, by one o'clock i think the game got on okay they turned it on for the pregame and they didn't they didn't see it. So you were able to see the two bunt singles yes, yes. that the Astros the laid down on singles. you in the first inning. Hey, bunch give them credit. Jerks. They're a bunch of they're a, they are punks. You know what's unfortunate? A little league that my son's my son plays for on Long Island. Uh, he doesn't play on the travel team, but he plays for the, the the little league's travel team is called the Astros. When I was little fellows league of Colonia Astros, yeah, yeah. and uh, we love the little league. They're great people, um, great friends, and everything. But it would be very, very difficult for me to see my my child put an Astros shirt yeah. on. You know what? You got to get locally. We got to get rid of Astros, right? Red Sox, Phillies, Phillies, Braves, Braves. Those those teams get them out. Get them out. Off of the you don't have that many little league I had, teams. I had this argument with Da. On CBS Sports Radio a number of years ago, um, I was one of the coaches on my older son's uh, Little League team. And that year, they were using Major League teams for the intramural season. And I was very, very concerned because they don't do Yankees and Mets because they don't want to put families in a position where they're Met fans and their (laughs) sons on the Yankees and vice versa. So I I got that. But I was very, very concerned that my son's team was going to be the Red Sox. And I was going to have to wear a hat. Right. In the dugout on the field. And I didn't want to do it. And DA and the whole group there gave me grief. How could you do that to your child and stuff? But I felt like I would not be able to put a Red Sox hat on if I had to coach that team. You didn't want to betray yourself, Peter. That's right. That's That's right. The hell with the kids' team. I'm not wearing a Red Sox hat. Enough of you kids. Luckily, we were the Tigers. You were the Tigers. Okay, Tigers. so you got away with it. Everything that. was fine. Okay, good. Uh, let's take a, a brief break here. When we come back a little more on Jacob deGrom, I've got a little a note on the Jets, which is interesting. I've got a couple of NFL notes as well. 
And then Gio and Jerry Recco will be here at the top 6 a.m.